money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk money. Okay, so it's the not really the dog days of August because that's dog no, days we're of not. August, no, right? no, we're, we're in July. We're in July. But we'd like it to be the dog days of August. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, I th- like. Let's not rush through summer. Okay. Oh, I'm, I'm, good I'm, point. I didn't think of that. No, let's not rush through summer, please. Um, it was a long winter. Let's just yeah, enjoy the heat. Yeah. Okay. So. Okay, so we are in July, and we are staying in July. That's right. right. Okay. Welcome to the show. You're joining us. Um, this is the show where Reb and I. I'm Dave. I'm Reb. And we talk about the hard issues around money. Thank you so much for inviting us into your, your kitchen, living room, car, wherever it is. We are truly grateful um, for that opportunity. Mm-hmm. It is uh, just an honor to have this conversation with you. And if you've listened to the show before, you'll know that a lot of our sh- shows just really are conversations. They're, they're thoughts that Reb, myself, or our special guests bring to the table. And we just want to invite you into the seat to say, hey, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, if you'd like to feed back to us, morethanenough.ca, chri.ca, have the, the, old, uh, the archived shows. And we always love getting feedback from there. If you see us out and about, then of course, we love to chat about that too. Um, and and then, if you don't know, we've been on Spotify for a while. So if you guys are Spotify, you know. Yes, get your subs- podcasts yeah. off Spotify, yeah, iTunes, TuneIn, Google Play. Mercedes I mean, was pretty much like, okay, I got to get this on. Our daughter was like, I got to get this on Spotify because that's where I listen to my podcasts. So, right. so that's a little extra incentive there from, so from in the family, right? Yep. So. So welcome. Uh, today's show is sponsored by morethanenough.ca. We have lots of friends who just uh, want to help and encourage and, and build the show. And, and so today, More Than Enough is, is the sponsor, and uh, we are excited to do that. Our special guest today is a regular guest. Yes. We love having Ray. I know Borg he's on. one of our favorites. Yes, I could say that out loud, can't I? <laughs> sure. He's one of our favorite people, so you know I'm biased. Okay. Yeah. You're allowed to be. Welcome he to the show, He doesn't right? know what to say. Yeah, I, 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 I make him tongue tied. A little tied. pause there. He's like, do I say anything? <laughs> yeah. well, so um, Ray is the ministry liaison for uh, more, or, uh, sorry. Not more, more than <laughs> enough, no. Getting that. Well, <laughs> he might be. Yeah. Anyway, no. <laughs> Let's try that again, Reb. You, you want to take that one? He does great stuff at notmine.ca. Okay, yeah. there we go. <laughs> Real simple. Yeah. <laughs> Go there and you will find him. You'll find blogs and you'll find all kinds of resources and you can sign up to be a part of the notmine.ca community and you can let Ray know how you're um, journeying in your finances with the Lord and some victories maybe that you've had or some not so great things that have happened. We like, I'm sure he likes all of those kinds of stories. Wonderful stories. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So he's a great encouragement to all kinds of people. So don't hesitate to get on there and, uh, and uh, contact him. Yeah. And so that's not mine.ca. That's the best place to, to reach out and go through there. So today 
we we started a conversation last month with Ray, which which kind of sparked this whole idea of of what to do with debt. Ray, Ray, you had mentioned the last show, Proverbs twenty two, and how that verse had an impact on you. And and for those of you who heard that show, you know the homework from that show was to to read the Gospels or read a Gospel in the context of how do we live this life? How did Christ live this life here on earth? Um, and not being a slave to anything, not owing anyone anything uh, except the debt of love. If you've gone to Paul, he, he references that and further on. But So we're saying, okay, so that's, uh, I hope you did that homework. I hope that had an impact on you to say, oh, there is a model in Christ on how we can live day to day when it comes to money and avoiding debt. Um, because as we determined last time, debt is a weight and not necessarily a sin. And so recognizing that it's a weight that, that the Lord doesn't want us to carry, um, and so doing that. So we want to continue that conversation a little bit, Ray. Um, Reb, you have some other verses you wanted to bring in, mm-hmm. in out of Proverbs 6. So why yes. don't we start with that? Yes, we started, we actually talked about this, the three of us, and we were like, okay, there's way too much in this discussion for one show, so... That's how we just you, got to the end of the other yeah, show, show and realized thought, we're not even halfway yeah, there yet. Yeah, so I picked verses from Proverbs 6, which um, uh, if you have the time, take the time to go read Proverbs 6, because there's especially the first 15 verses in regards to money, finances. Um, the first few verses talk about not becoming surety for your friend, not... Um, signing your life away financially for your friend or your neighbor. It's just not a good idea. Um, And then it says, um, it talks about how to get out of debt or what our attitude should be about getting out of debt. And um, so it says in verse three, so do this, my son, and deliver yourself for you have come into the hand of your friend. Go and humble yourself, plead with your friend, give no sleep to your eyes, nor slumber slumber to your eyelids. And we've talked about this verse before on the show a little bit, but this is what it says, deliver yourself like a gazelle from the hand of a hunter and like a bird from the hand of the fowler. So if you find yourself in debt, you're supposed to be as vigilant as a gazelle is in getting away from its death. Mm -hmm. And that is like, that's pretty serious. And then it talks about looking at the ant. Go look and consider her ways. They have no captain. There's no overseer or ruler, but she provides uh, She provides her supplies in the summer and gathers her food in the harvest. How long will you slumber, O oh sluggard? Okay, this is New King James. Ouch. I know. I love, the, I love these words. How long will you slumber, O oh sluggard? When will you rise from your sleep? A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to sleep. So shall your poverty come on you like a prowler and your need like an armed man. And the reason I read those verses was because if we don't become vigilant in in, in terms of getting out of debt and we don't become intentional and we don't become um, uh, very focused because it's we have to be focused to get out of debt in this culture. We're, we could have poverty come on us mm-hmm. if we don't wake up to what we talked about last time, that if we are in debt, we're enslaved to the one where we are mm-hmm. indebted to. So... It's just, they're really serious verses. And I, I'm like, you know, for a summer conversation, I suppose, they're like, oh, let's turn this off. This is too much, you know. <laughs> but but I, I don't know. I just find, I find that nature, 
speaks to us, right? And obviously Solomon knew that. So he looked to nature. We don't have to go too far to learn from nature. And he points us in that direction. And I also was thinking about this because I went on Dave Ramsey's website and he's the financial guy in the States who's really, you know, big. If you haven't heard of him, he does a lot of financial teaching and he um, taught on this phrase a long time ago. And he talked, he coined the phrase gazelle intensity, mm-hmm. that to get out of debt, we need to have gazelle intensity. So that's why I I will attribute that phrase to him. But he got it from the word of God. So Yeah, and, and, I, and he popularized the, that idea. Yes. And, and I, I, I mean, I agree. Ray, uh, you and I both agree on this wholeheartedly that it, it, it takes intentional it takes intensity it takes i mean these this scripture uh these words are strong words um i love the 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 strength of these words where it's like you know what it's not going to just happen it's not just going to go away a little folding of the hands a little this a little hoping here and there and and the scripture is really saying no way Mm -hmm. it's it's you're going to have to do something and, and you're going to have to stay focused at it and you're going to have to work at it and and uh, let's put some intensity at it. Now, I'm not really that familiar with a gazelle. I'm not the hunter guy, right? I'm, I'm not. You don't do that on the weekends? No. You know, last time I went hunting a gazelle. Um, no, I haven't been hunting a gazelle, in fact. So, um, so I'm not quite sure. I mean, that doesn't. In in the context of my life, what is that? Mm-hmm. Right? Like I well, get it, it intellectually. And from yeah. the, I mean, we were talking about that in the blog. He talks about Dave Ramsey talks about whoever writes his blogs about a gazelle not running in a straight line away from a cheetah. Like you just don't run straight because he'll get caught mm-hmm. or she'll get caught. But a gazelle because the cheetah's faster, right? Yes, like, yes, yes. Okay, so. but what the gazelle does to tire out the cheetah is to zigzag. So for whatever reason, the zigzagging run is what tires the the cheetah out. So sometimes the gazelle can get away. So Ray, in your experience, I mean, let, let's let's use that metaphor if we can, or maybe overuse it today because we're <laughs> yeah, picking yeah. on it. But when people come to you and say, okay, I want to get out of debt, you know, I've been prompted or whatever, um, do you find that they're, the idea is, is they're just running in a straight line? Like, you know, in the sense of, okay, they're just expecting that all the things are going to line up and going to bing, bang, boom, and I'll be out of debt. Is that been- Well, yes, because I'm in some degree that's fantasy thinking, but I think that's a part of all of us in the sense, well, if I just do this, everything will be fine. But I, you know, I look at it. So part of it is recognizing where your vulnerable mm-hmm. areas. We all have those vulnerabilities where, we self-nurture, I call it, mm-hmm. um, and look to satisfy whatever it is that Jesus wanted to meet in that kind of need. So those things where we freely spend our money, have you ever even identified those, right. where those kinds of things, you know, for some of us, is Starbucks a good mm-hmm. mochiata is, is a really nice, or latte, you know, that kind of stuff. And we walk out, we don't even hesitate to slap our debit card down on there or credit card, and we off and off we go, and we've just spent some money out. Or, you know, fine dining, like to go to a nice restaurant, and we or we should check this one out because it's new, and, you know, let's do that kind of stuff. I think it's about being really strategic about knowing th- with those areas that um, 
will tempt you. And then putting a safeguard in place and then actually recognizing uh, what are the needs and wants and then being very clear about the spending plan. Because you know what? The reality is it'll be tested. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Your will will be tested. So will you be determined to zigzag, so to speak, or will you just keep going the straight line? Right. Okay. And, and so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, again, play on this metaphor a little bit. So if the cheetah is your creditor, you know, mm-hmm. he's chasing you down. And, and again, the whole point is to kind of have dinner for the cheetah, right? So the, the, but for us to avoid that, um, again, if, if I'm using the metaphor and not abusing it, but the, the gazelle then, you know, dots, dashes left and dashes right. So in our financial life, you know, if, if my expectation is, is I'm going to create a plan, I'm going to, you know, live by, you know, all of the details of that, and there will be nothing that will kind of get in the way or disturb, like my car will never break down or, you know, because you talk about yeah, Starbucks yeah. and I'm thinking, yeah, but a lot of times it's not about the Starbucks. A lot of times it's about I'm trucking along and then all of a sudden the car blows up mm-hmm. or all of a sudden something happens like I lose my job or, and I didn't create some of these safety nets beforehand when I had extra cash or, you know, and that's again, so just looking at that and saying, recognizing that the debt, the creditor is a prowler. He's always out there. Even when the gazelle is sitting in the middle of the the meadow and everything seems good. There's lots to eat. There's lots of provision because we do have a lot here you know and so and then we find ourselves in some sort of crisis mode and how do we react to that financial crisis do we right away go to the creditor do we right away you know get captured and trapped into that Mm -hmm. or have we already ahead of time set something up that a strategy as the gazelle has okay so what does that look like uh, in terms of our finances well this the gazelle does have the strategy and it's i was just thinking of zigzagging i was thinking it's we don't mean that you take money from one credit card to go pay off the other and you zigzag that's not the zigzagging we're talking about we're talking about multiple things like i love that practical piece about knowing what your weaknesses are and you know what your weaknesses are you know i know what my weaknesses are and if you don't then maybe you need to sit down and look at your bank account and find out where the money's going Mm -hmm. and you might see a pattern of you know clothes or I don't know, you're fixing up your car with all extra gadgets. Like, I don't know what it is for guys. It could be Princess Auto for guys. I don't know what they No, you know. you're picking on me Home now. Deep. Okay. Home Depot, whatever. Buying the latest tools. <laughs> right, yeah. It could it could be all those things. So then you set up safeguards so you're not doing that. But there, when I was thinking about what it is to run in a straight line, you just think, okay, well, every month I'm going to take money from here and I'm going to put it on my credit card. I'm just going to put that little bit extra, which is great. But sometimes it takes more than that. Sometimes it's, okay, I'm not going to go to McDonald's for breakfast anymore. I'm going to take that money and I'm going to put it on my debt. Or I'm going to, you know, make coffee so I don't, all those little things we think don't matter, but you always say it goes out in ones and twos. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. Are, are, I, There are little leaks that cause trouble so i mean maybe that is one place let's find out where the leaks are and 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 stop those leaks and see if we can intentionally put money on 
that credit, even if it's 10 bucks a week. Right. Well, even if it's an extra 10 bucks a week, because we have found that when people start vigilance that God meets them in that plan. God, sure. God will, they'll get extra money they never knew they were expecting. They might get, uh, you know, I don't know, an inheritance that they didn't know or, or, or a income tax or God just starts meeting them. And then because your heart is to start paying down debt, you don't even think about, well, where that money is going to go. You're like, well, I'm going to definitely take some of this money that's been extra and I'm going to put it on my debt Mm -hmm. because you all of a sudden want to be that gazelle that's not getting caught. And that's the intensity, right? That's the, you know, hey, you got extra money coming in. Let's go out for dinner to celebrate. Maybe not. Maybe we we actually do do say no and put it on. Um, I mean, I thinking about this zigging and zagging, which again, using the metaphor, probably abusing the metaphor, but you know, uh, also looking at it and saying there are different things we can do. So sometimes it's reducing expenses, it's knowing where it's going. Sometimes it's do you have the opportunity to generate some money? Yeah. You know, on on the other side to say, you know what. Uh, you know what, I could take a short-term, part-time something to generate money in the, you know, again, this is not a career change. <laughs> this is a, I need some money to pay off my debt. So where is there an opportunity that I could just simply spend 5, 10, 20 hours? Maybe I have some time during the, the one day a week that I could work and, and generate some more income just for the sole purpose of getting that debt down. And when your debt's gone, well, then you can decide, am I yeah. going to quit or, you know, whatever you want to do. But you're doing it because you're getting away from the creditor. Again, you know, and that may extend the, dif- the, the distance between you and your creditor is, is hey, I simply am going to generate some more income, as opposed to always looking at the expense mm-hmm. side of things, mm-hmm. right. as opposed to going on to a financial diet and saying, maybe another zag is mm-hmm. you can sell some stuff. Right, Because we all have stuff around our house that mm-hmm. we're not using anymore. And I know that we did when we went through a season. Then we looked around for all those things. Kijiji is a mm-hmm. very simple thing. Facebook now, you can sell stuff on their marketplace. Um, you know, the eBay, those kinds of things when you're doing a broader um, catch. Um, but I think of um, my daughter does that all the time. As soon as she doesn't need anything anymore, up it goes on Kijiji and tries to make some money off of it mm-hmm. to give her latitude to spend money elsewhere. So. Okay. If sometimes simple things just can generate a little bit or a number of simple things, like you said, could just give you a little bit extra resources either to celebrate if you want to do that, um, but so you're not taking it out of the budget or to pay down debt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's that kind of zigging and zagging can look like a whole bunch of things. It could be the expense side. It could be the income side. It could be stuff that you have that you can sell in terms of moving back and forth to, to just – just go again. I think when I was thinking of this whole metaphor is, is the fear of the creditor, in a sense, a good fear, right? Mm-hmm. You know, the gazelle is running for his life. He should have a certain amount of intensity. He should have a certain amount of fear. And I'm not sure I see that same fear of the creditor in, in our current culture and in our lives. We we're kind of normalized to the creditor being there without actually recognizing that he's a predator. Um, and so we go, oh, okay, yeah, all of a sudden we're, you know, this scripture wakes us up. The language in this scripture wakes us up to the mm-hmm. idea that the creditor is a predator, right? He does want to enslave us, right? And he, again, 
just using that as a little bit of an oomph to zig and to zag, right? Um, you know, I know there's people that have said to me, well, I have trouble putting stuff on Kijiji because I'm afraid that, you know, people that I don't know are going to come to my house. And yeah, that's kind of true. But what are you more afraid of? Are you more afraid of the creditor or are you more afraid maybe find a way, get a friend to post it on Kijiji and mm-hmm. do it that way? Like there are ways to get around it, um, you know, those kind of things. So yeah, I was just thinking I, out loud. I was also thinking, I don't know what you said, but I was thinking of the verse in First Peter where um, God tells us that the devil is a roaring lion mm. prowling around looking for whom he may devour. And it, it, links with this metaphor we're using of the cheetah and gazelle because if we look at it at its foundation you know the enemy of our souls wants to undermine our life Mm -hmm. and our relationship with god and he's prowling around and how how are we being vigilant in our time with the lord as we as we zig and zag financially because we can zig and zag without god Mm -hmm. we can get out of debt without him we can apply great things to our life financially we can take his biblical principles and do it apart from him still but god is asking us at the same time when we talked about this last time a bit he's inviting us always to his table those things that you talked about that are our weaknesses ray Mm -hmm. he's right he's asking us to to fill with him down and fill up yes yeah yeah well, I mean, I'm thinking about the gazelle once again. You know, I'm thinking in the metals you talked about, you know, he's eating. But an animal, even when they're drinking, are always alert to their environment around them because they never know when that predator is there. The cheetah may be just suddenly there on their tail. Mm-hmm. So they have to keep that awareness. And like you're saying, the enemy of our souls is prowling around. So how astute are we keeping ourselves? So that, not that we live under that sense of fear, but that no, we're yeah. I think there is a difference, and, that, and that's a great point. There's a difference between fear and awareness. Yes. Right? We don't need to be afraid of, you know, the, the terrible things that might happen financially to us. We don't have to live. But we do need to be aware that our culture, by default, is one where there are creditors who are going to put us under the, the, the burden of debt. And the only way to avoid that is to be aware of that. And and I was thinking, this isn't easy. Like, if we all said, okay, we're all going to be monks and go off to a, <laughs> you know, a monastery, <laughs> live in a nice mountain, you know, community, no ads, no needs, no, don't need a car, don't, you know, don't have to pay for hydro or, you know, whatever. I'm like, we don't live in that world, most of us. Most of us, and then how do we have that gazelle intensity. And it goes back to the suggestion we had at the end of the last show, get into the word of God and get in community with people. Mm. And, and it's hard. It's hard to be vulnerable and honest, but we can't, you can't pay down debt alone because you, you'll run in a straight line and, and you'll lose. And Dave and I talk about that at the financial fitness seminars. You, you tackle debt and we don't pick the highest bill with the highest interest rate. We often pick the lowest bill. Pick the lowest visa bill first that you have, even, even if you're thinking it doesn't make sense, so that you get a gain. 
because mm. finances is emotional. These things mm-hmm. are emotional. They're hard. Yes. And if it takes you, you know, your first your first credit card bill and you're thinking, this is going to take me 10 months, but you have another one that will take you three months to pay down. Mm-hmm. Pick the one that's three mm-hmm. months so you get a victory. Then pay that card off and cut it. and Slay the debt. Slay right? the <laughs> debt. And just do it in small ways because it is, we call it a snowball, but it is a snowball. You start paying it a little by little and it'll be amazing. And you do it with the Lord and you you commit yourself to this and God, I think you're going to be amazed to see how it will happen for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and again, it, it's, I, I, again, I'm going to overuse that metaphor, but really the whole point is is to outlast the creditor. That's what the gazelle is trying to do is, is wear down the cheetah. In a short run, the cheetah is going to get you every time. But in a long run, the gazelle zigging and zagging, doing their thing, they, they literally just outlast the cheetah. And eventually the cheetah loses and says, well, there's got to be easier prey. There's got to be easier, easier prey out there than this because I can't keep up to this guy going left and right and trying to do what he can do. And, and I, I think that's a, just in a weird way encouraging for me to say, hey, if I, I'm going to wear down my creditor so that they don't really want to bother me anymore. <laughs> right? mm-hmm. you know? Just going to wear them down. And that might be stuff like cutting up your credit cards. We talk about that a lot. But if, if you never use plastic and you, you, you don't, even though the convenience of it, even though there might be points and all of those things, because those are the things that the creditors are using to get closer to us, to get in our proximity. And we say, you know what? I'm just going to avoid that, right? I'm just going to avoid paying any interest uh, and, and taking advantage of all of the incentives. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to get rid of my credit card. I'm not even going to pay any attention to those at all. And I'm going to focus on just paying down the debt that I do have until it's gone. Mm. Maybe that's... Yeah, so... Reb's looking at me like, oh, I'm thinking no, on that I, one. No, no, it's it's good. I'm just, I can hear the, I hear the excuses in our heads. Yes, but I get all these points. Yes, yeah. but I get, and I'm like, sometimes you're right. There are deals with the points and all of that. But as Ray said at the beginning, know what your weakness is. And if you know in the end, it's going to get you further in debt, even though there's an excuse that we put on it, like we'll get these points, mm-hmm. yeah. just don't use it because it, in the end, it's going to cost you and it's going to cost you what we talked about last time. And that's your and here's freedom. And here's the, the bottom line with, with the credit cards and the debt. If at the end of the month, there's a balance on your credit card. Then that's that that's a stop. Like that's a that's a hard stop because the reality is, is you can use a credit card knowing that you're gonna pay it off at the end of the month and, and and accomplishing that. Well, then you're using the tool in a sense properly. You're not paying any interest, maybe you're taking advantage of the points, all of those things are true. But if at the end of the month you get to the credit card and there's money on it that you cannot pay, well, there's the first indicator that, well, wait a minute. I need to zig and zag. I need mm-hmm. to do something because best laid plans have got me into, in a sense, the creditor is now closer to me because I owe them some money. Mm-hmm. So, so maybe that's just a good litmus test, a really easy one. If you can use your credit card and there not be a balance at the end of the month and you're not using your line of credit to pay it off, <laughs> but that there's, you use cash that you yes, have in your bank right. to pay it off, planned ahead, exactly. Yes. then it's not about the credit cards are so bad or the points are so bad or all of those things. It's that 
we know that human nature is, is that eventually we will find ourselves paying more interest. So, Father, we thank you for our time and our discussion. Father, you want us to be alert and aware mm. that the enemy of our souls is prowling, and he never gives up, Lord. Day and night he's there. And so, Lord, teach us to be like gazelles. Lord, that to be aware to zigzag, Father, to be aware of the, where we're vulnerable and where we are walking and treading, and Father, to be intentional about how we manage our debt and our finances. And we thank you, Lord, you've given us your principles in your word. You give us a strategy as we wait on you. You give us other people to help us, and we just say thank you for that. Would you continue to open our hearts that we would be teachable in this whole area? And we thank you for that, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thanks, Ray, for joining us again. Good if you to want to reach out again. to Ray, whatnotmine.ca, uh, morethanenough.ca, if you need some help along the journey. And, of course, listen to the podcasts and, and download and, and listen to the show. And join us next week when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.